0: Welcome to Killing JFK for 400. This figures to be a bite-sized portion look at the murder of John Fitzgerald Kennedy. This is created principally for the novice, though, as I'm being reminded regularly, the teacher often learns more than the student. Instead of mysterious lurking figures in grainy photographs, I'm preferring documents that wouldn't make sense if the gunman was a disaffected loner without reasons for simply doing what he wasn't capable of. Your responses are encouraged. Episode 19, The Rally Call. Many of the topics in the JFK assassination are going to be very polar. Either you think The Oswald timeline makes sense, or you think it makes sense as it's listed in the um, Warren Commission, or you think that it doesn't? You think that this, or you think that you think that Ruby did not know any of the policemen, or you think that Ruby did know a lot of the policemen? It ends up getting very polar, and when you get into the specifics, you completely carve things out. And again, it gets very polar. With the Raleigh Call, this is a fascinating topic to me. And it's fascinating because, frankly, it doesn't solve anything in any fashion. Nonetheless, there's a whole lot of information that you really have to run through. And I'm going to try to run through the entire concept in about 15 minutes. Good luck to me on that. Gordon Proctor is the person who spearheaded research on the Raleigh Call. He was reviewing a book, Conspiracy by Anthony Summers, and in the process of reading through the article, he noticed that there was a contention, an allegation, a hypothesis that on the night of um, Saturday, the 23rd of November Oswald may have made a phone call to the 919 area code which probably to you means absolutely nothing meant absolutely nothing to me Gordon Proctor who was researching uh, reviewing the book and it's a fantastic book um 919 919. There's something about that, and then about two uh 15 seconds later, oh, yeah, that's what that's what was that's my own area code. 919 is in Raleigh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and based on the lead that Anthony Summers had written about in Conspiracy. It appeared that there was a telephone call made to Raleigh, North Carolina, by Lee Harvey Oswald on the night before he was murdered. And interesting little story, interesting little story. There was um a, there were two ladies who were working in the telephone operator room at least that's what I'm going to call it, um, in the Dallas um, police office that night, police station that night. And one of the ladies, wow, I'm having a horrible time here, Alvita Trion and Louise Swinney were the two telephone operators at Dallas City Hall at 1015 on November 23rd, 1963. There was news coming through to, I think it was Ms. Treon, that Lee Harvey Oswald was going to make a phone call. The phone call would be directed through her, and the phone call would be directed somewhere. It's like, okay, you know, be ready for it. Just do what you do and be ready for it. Ms. Treon grabbed a sheet of paper. Um, little, one of those little, you know, Who they, they had a, uh, who, who's making the call, where it was directed to, all that kind of stuff. They're, they had a specific form. She decided, okay, since this is going to happen, I better jot this down just for my own personal sake, because I want to have my, you know, cover my own butt. So, um, the call comes through, she jots down the number and the call goes through with a couple of uniformed staff. She doesn't know who they were or from where they were from. Um, this phone call was directed through the... Uh, People in the suits and the phone call with the 919 area code went through and what ended up coming back was the comment from the people in the suits. The call could not be connected. So there was a phone call requested. The phone call was not made and it came back that the phone call that Oswald had requested was not connected. So basically, he tried to make a phone call to this number in, there were two numbers, these two numbers in Raleigh, North Carolina and neither one of them, was getting an answer in part because it wasn't put through. Ms. Trion and Ms. Swinney both were aware of what was going on. There was a note written down, properly annotated, filled out properly, etc. But at the time, nothing happened. Nothing happened because it was just one of those things that, hmm, that's kind of odd. But you know, there really wasn't any anything going on. You know, it happened, she wrote it down, she put it in a book somewhere at her house, and she thought nothing more of it. Number of years later, someone came over to, I think it was Alvina Trion's house, uh, had her over for dinner, or had someone over for dinner. And, you know, they're just shooting the breeze as you do when you have people over. Hey, how's the how's the family? How's your vacation? Blah, 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 whatever. Oh, by the way, did I ever mention to you that I was working at the police station on Saturday night when the day after President Kennedy was killed? No, you didn't. You know, that that had to be interesting. Yeah, there's this one phone call that came through. And then all of a sudden, since Alvita Trion mentioned this phone call a whole bunch of stuff started happening because she mentioned this phone call now she was never in danger a lot of people were in danger when stuff came up but she was just mentioning hey there's this weird phone call and you really should do the research there's a Gordon Proctor interview on YouTube um, not, not an interview, more. He, he's a, a featured speaker talking for about 45 minutes. What ends up being particularly interesting about the phone call one of the people who, one of the two phone calls was for a John Hurt in Raleigh, North Carolina. John Hurt H U R T the phone call 9 the phone number 9198347430 the other number uh 833 um 1253 John Hurt had a history of being in the FBI he And as Proctor continued to talk to people, as he learned more about the Raleigh Call, he began to discuss how odd this kind of seemed. You know, why why would you have Oswald calling a number of a person who states away, he'd never really been, there, there was no reason to believe that John Hurt was someone that Lee Harvey Oswald knew? Probably he didn't. So, you know, it, it seemed kind of conflicting. Why would this even happen? Why would this even make any sense? And in the process of talking to a whole bunch of people, as will often happen, when you have a new experience that you're trying to run through and sort through and figure out, one of the people that Proctor mentioned this to said, Oh no, 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 that makes perfect sense. Um, that's a classic classic spy technique. Because if someone gets in trouble in a spy situation, let's say someone is, oh, you're behind enemy lines in whichever country, whichever country you want to put it at. And, um, you're doing things and it's completely unofficial what you're doing, you know what you're supposed to be doing, but if you are caught, you're going to have no support. You're going to have no support. You're flying solo. And the cavalry will not come to rescue you. One of the classic techniques is you are given a phone number of if you are in complete trouble, call this phone number. They're not connected to us. And you call them and say, what's going on? It is a very common spy technique. If you're not a spy, you're probably not aware of it. If you are a spy and you're saying, Tim, you're saying it wrong. You're doing it completely wrong. Whether Oswald knew Hurt in Raleigh, North Carolina or not does not indicate whether Oswald was on the sixth floor firing his rifle. Whether John Hurt was FBI, CIA-related, that doesn't change anything either. However, if Oswald was doing something that an intelligence gathering agency told him to do if he got in trouble. If Oswald had been told by an intelligence gathering agency, if you're in trouble, you might want to call this guy in Raleigh, North Carolina. If he had been instructed, this is what you might want to do. It's very likely that the entire concept of Oswald acting alone, that wasn't how it happened. Could there be some logical explanation? Possibly. Is it possible that Oswald did one or two of the crimes but still called John Hurt? Possibly. But it's really hard to say that Oswald had no Confederates if he had Confederates. If he was involved with the CIA or the FBI, he had Confederates. Because that's exactly what the CIA and FBI are. They're Confederates trying to gather information. The Raleigh Call is fantastic. It is a worth it is a story worth well more than the 15 minutes I'm giving it. Look it up. Uh let's see, News Observer here has something. I think the Mary Farrell Foundation has something on it. Type in Raleigh Call Gordon Proctor P-R-O-C-T-O-R, and you'll have a couple of different options. Read up on it. It is really interesting that on Saturday night, the night before he was to be killed, probably, what, 13, 14 hours before he was dead, Lee Harvey Oswald made a phone call or tried to make a phone call to Raleigh, North Carolina. Very interesting, particularly if he was a person who was Supposed to be completely unaffiliated, completely detached, completely disaffected, and a complete nutter that had nothing to do on Friday, except I think I'm going to go down and shoot the president, even though nobody's told me to do that. It's not proof that anything certainly did happen. It's not proof that certainly something didn't happen. Not all questions, not all topics are pointing directly at some specific end or mean. The Raleigh Call is fascinating. I didn't do it justice in 15, 16 minutes. Look into it, check it out. And while it probably shouldn't be your first topic you look into, after you look into this and that and the other thing and the whatever, yeah, check out the rally Call. See if you can explain it. Maybe it'll make sense to you. It actually is considered a legitimate item. It's not even in the legend status anymore. There are a lot of things that are legends about this. The Raleigh Call stands up. Look into it. Check it out. Consider it. And go from there. Have a great night.